Alright, number five. Instant red flags. When someone wants to book an appointment with me, I look for two, sometimes three things. So, selfie next to driver's license or ID and social media link. So, reason for the selfie is that I know you look exactly like your picture. I have a story about that. So, a year ago, um, one of my very first clients in Savannah, he did a selfie. But, 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 here's the thing. He took a selfie like way before COVID where he looked somewhat okay. And then he showed up at my door a few hours later and he looked nothing like his picture. I mean, it was the same person. He just looked like shit. So there's that. I never, I never saw him again. So, um, and well, along with like other reasons. <laughs> uh, so ID or driver's license. So I know that you're not a criminal. I'm not going to steal anybody's identity, like, that's not what I do, and that takes too much time, I have way too many things to do, more important things, so, like, there's no, there's no, there's no point in me stealing somebody else's identity, like, that's not what I do, so, but yeah, just so I know that you're not a criminal, that's why I ask people to provide that screening. Uh, social media links, so I know you say who you say you are and, you know, to see where you work so I could strike up a conversation like, hey, how long you been an engineer or IT technician, something like that. And I get a lot of engineers, which is great because it's a very hard profession. Like, I, I cannot be an engineer, so. Uh, but yeah, so this is like a typical screening process. Um, takes three minutes to do, like, do a picture, like, sharpen, sharpen the picture next to your ID, send me social link, social media link, that's it, like, like, it should not take more than five minutes, unless, of course, you have, like, bad Wi-Fi connection, unless you're, like, at work, and it's, um, some sex workers ask for two recent provider references, uh, back of the credit or debit card with a male's name. And that's not for me. Like, first of all, a lot of providers I personally had to deal with, they take days and, like, they take forever to answer you back with the short text, like, hi, um, Mike or George is, like, good to go. Like, I saw him on uh, September 1st. He was very clean and friendly. That's, that's it. Like, uh, it doesn't take that long. And a lot of those providers, they have assistants who do that, so... Uh, so I don't do references, just way too much time, way, way too much work, and it's it's just a hassle, like, I don't do that, so. Second of all, like, I do not see, I do not need to see the back of their credit card, like, people are already wary of sending a small deposit to girls, so why would I put them through that, you know? How I identify time wasters is that they send one to a four word text without any screening. So they failed the first test at reading instructions on my website and ads. That's red flag number one. And what I do next after that, like I just send them an automatic message to see if they will oblige and are professional, if they actually want to see me instead of wasting my time. And if after that they're going to ghost me or come up with an excuse, I honestly just, I use a certain app that I can't say the name of it, but I basically block, block people and like write a small note on the app for other girls to see. 
like in case client is dangerous, time waster, or a scammer, or a cop. So, next, the way that I identify hobbyists or slobbyists is that they are a lot like time wasters, but like with more effort. They will send a short text stating that they want to see me, but without any screening. Like, I also send them automatic text with all of my screening requirements. Um, and then, <laughs> I love this part, they ask if I take P411 or references as screening. Some guys even say like excuses like, I'm a very discreet person and I'm not comfortable with, with providing screening. So like if I understand correctly that these men are too important, too better than everyone else, but are comfortable with seeing a complete stranger in a girl's home like that makes oh yeah that makes perfect sense yeah 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 so what p411 is it's a platform that has kind of mixed reviews to be honest like it has been said that cops are on there to get the providers uh, to jail and lots of guys that only want bear and unprotected sex i only um kept it isn't a good well yes so i only booked like two wonderful amazing gentlemen like from from there from that website only two they're they're both of them are my regulars i love them i yeah i love them they're great um they are not hobbies they're they just use that platform but i know one of them doesn't use it anymore because it's it's silly that platform is silly yeah and those like other hobbies they just try to surpass the screening process and think i'm a dumb blonde well, first of all, I'm not a blonde, I'm a brunette, but they just think, oh, she must be new, she's so dumb. But, yeah, like, the hobbies I dealt with, they're the most gullible, sexist, and racist trash I ever had to deal with, like, ever. Most of them are doctors. Doctors are horrible. In my experience, that's just my experience. I don't know how it was in other province experiences, but... Yeah, like, I would call them, like, oh, they're just sexist and racist pigs, but... Pigs are clean, adorable, and intelligent, unlike hobbies. So, you know, politicians, celebrities, they book escorts all the time, at their own time, like, and still provide screening. Like, I see it all the time. Hobbies are always going to be on the bottom of sex worker industry. They're, like, the lowest of the low, so. But, you know, point is, like, I don't discriminate. I don't tell the client's wife or girlfriend that their man is cheering on her or, like, seeing someone else on the side. Like, I don't judge. And the reason that I do the screening is only to protect myself from client hurting me or being a criminal. So, I mean, providers can understand. Like, lots of guys who are super professional, they understand that. So, I don't know, but I guess time wasters and lobbyists can't, so... Yeah... All right, last one, number six. Wait, no, six and seven, that's it. <laughs> so, be yourself. Being myself is better than... Basically, no one else is better at being me than myself. There is no one else with my personality, my quirks, and my body in the world, not to mention my voice that I could change at any time. <laughs> and, like, I might have seven doppelgangers, but we are nothing alike. I've met some of them, they're great, but but I'm still me, so, yeah. 
And, you know, I hear a lot from other providers that they make up a certain personality, they act completely different, like, they act completely different as their sex worker persona, and I don't understand that. Like, why, why do you have to be fake? Why do you have to be someone else? Um, it's just it's just way too much work. I don't know. Maybe they're used to it, but I, I'd be like, I have to come up with my own backstory, and it just takes too much time, so... Yeah, I mean, I might act like someone else on television or TV, but, well, yeah, television, but that's a completely different thing. Um, but yeah, like, final thoughts. Um, I have been asking a lot of clients, almost almost every new client, how their experiences have been with other girls, just so I would know that I'm doing everything right, that maybe there's some small details I might miss when first seeing like a new person but um but most of the experiences that guys had they have been good so but there's like some girls who do everything transactionally like guy would come into a provider's house or hotel room pay her and she would take him to the bedroom and basically like okay like i'm undressed let's go and that's it like it's very emotional very transactional but again I do not judge to each their own, as long as everybody's happy. Like, some guys, though, are wired like that. They come only for sex, have no conversations, or have little conversation like, hi, let's go, okay. Or um, they don't have foreplay. But uh, most men crave intimacy. Like, the single ones who don't have time for relationships, married men whose wife is too busy with kids and has no energy to have sex, the divorced ones who want emotional connection and mental support, who want a friend by their side. Like, I get intimacy thanks to my job, but I also crave it like more than people think. And, you know, we all need emotional support and intimacy. I mean, that's because we're human and have capacity for emotions. So, um, yeah. So, this, this is it. I know I probably talked way too fast, but uh, I like being a sex worker. But I also need to <laughs> to take a break from being Alexa and just being me. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, in the previous podcast, I did say that I'm going to hiatus. Um, uh, kind of. I mean, I'm still going to take some time of work. But whenever I'm in Savannah, I would probably post it on my tryst, on my ad, and... Uh, yeah, book people up, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get super busy because I, I got a few new regulars. I already love them. They're great, and uh, yeah, so yeah, check back on Trist. I'll be posting whenever I'm in Savannah, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in today. I know it's been a long podcast today, but uh, I really I really enjoy talking with you guys, so um, yeah, hopefully maybe you've learned some new things as a different provider or client or someone who's interested in the industry. So, yeah, thank you again so much for tuning in today, and I hope you have an amazing week. Talk to you later.